So if you turn with me over to Luke chapter 2, verses 25 through 35, is what we'll be reading at. We'll have it up here on, on the screen. But over the next couple of weeks, we're going to look at different couple characters. Um, and we're going to talk about Simeon today. All right. So you might not know who Simeon is. Simeon's a character that has a, a very small part in Scripture-wise. He has about 10 verses that are committed to him out of the Gospels that talk about his story, talk about who he is. But we can learn a lot from him. And I pray that as we go through this, we talk about him. We can talk about Mary. We can talk about Elizabeth. And we'll go through those things. We're going to talk about waiting, right? So, and hope, we t- hope is here. But what about when it wasn't, right? Waiting for the hope to come. Waiting for that hope to arrive. What did that look like for these people? What was it like to go through that season of life? Okay, so Simeon is what we'll be, who we'll be talking about today. So in Luke chapter 2, verses 25 through 35, it reads like this. It says, And behold, there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. And this man was just... And devout, waiting for the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was upon him. And it had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. So he came by the Spirit into the temple. And when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him according to the custom of the law, he took him up in his arms and blessed God and said, Lord, now you are letting your servant depart in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation which you have prepared before the face of all peoples, a lot to bring revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people Israel. And Joseph and his mother marveled at these things which were spoken of him. Then Simeon blessed them and said to Mary his mother, Behold, this child is destined for the fall and rising of many in Israel and for a sign which shall be spoken against. Yes, a sword will pierce through your own soul also that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. Luke 2, 25-35. But, you know, it's 28 days till till Christmas time, right? Kids are counting it down. If you think back for a moment as of your childhood, you will remember that those 28 days, 25 days once December starts are excruciatingly slow, right? I mean, you have children, you see that, right? They were thinking about Christmas at Halloween time, right? They were giving you lists before Thanksgiving was here. They had stuff made out because they knew what they wanted. They were thinking about Christmas. You saw the decorations in the store. It's coming. It's getting there. It's getting closer and closer, but it just seems to drag on. That waiting period to get to that point can be excruciating sometimes. And it's hard to get there, right? But we love Christmas. We get excited about Christmas, and there'll be somebody that the day after Christmas will post something or share something that says 364 days till Christmas, right? We always see it. We laugh at it and everything. But there's that person who they start looking forward to Christmas as soon as Christmas is over. I know people who don't even take their Christmas tree down. They just change the decorations on it, right? They just change it for the season. They'll put hearts up for Valentine's Day. They'll put eggs on it for Easter and then flags on it for summertime. And they just they just leave the tree up the whole year, right? Because they just they just love Easter. They're looking forward or they, they love Christmas. They're just looking forward to it as soon as it's, it's passed. And there's a lot of time, though, that we spend in our life waiting. You know, not just when waiting for Christmas, but we spend time waiting in drive through lines. You know, if you go and get food, you're going to spend time in drive through lines. It seems like it's longer and longer, that they don't, they're not figured it out yet, but it still takes time to go through the line. Wait for packages to arrive in the mail. If you have Amazon Plus, you can get it in two days. If not, it's going to be three months before you get it, right? you, you got to have to wait. You're going to have to wait for those things. You know, once upon a time on Black Friday or on Thanksgiving, people would go and they'd camp out in front of stores, waiting for the Black Friday deals, right? They'd be at the doors, pushing at the doors. They'd knock the doors over and, and, and just crush the, you know, just walk on top of the people there because they're waiting. They want to get in there to get that deal. They they spend time waiting. There's people who wait on the one, 
right? They, they, they get in, maybe it's a teenage years, you know, girls just dreaming of the, of the one to come up. You know, boys might not catch on until a little bit later or whatever, but you're dreaming of the one. I, Bill, Bill found the one, right? But he's laughing. I don't know what he's laughing about. But, you know, yeah, we, boys take a little bit longer, but the girls, they just dream. They they have their, their weddings planned out. You know, they've, they've got journals of all the things they want to do and who's going to be their bridesmaids, and, and they write all the names of the boys. You know, they're waiting for the one. When you're young, you're waiting to to get older, right? You want to be older. You want to be an adult. You want to have a car. You want to drive. You want to do your own thing. You want to have your own house. You're waiting for your older. During the work week, though, then you're waiting for the work day to end. You know, and then you're waiting for the weekend to come. You're waiting for vacation that you've planned. You know, you planned it a year ahead of time. You're waiting. You're looking for it. That you you spend. We spend a lot of time waiting for something. And some things are more important than others that we wait for, right? Some things are worth waiting over and some things they're not you know having a child and waiting nine months like kelly and, and austin have you know other, other ones of us have had you know that nine months it's the weight that you have to have but it's it's completely worth it when you have that little child in your arms and you're holding them and you begin to to learn who they are and get to know more about them it's worth it but you go to starbucks and the line's all the way around the thing twice and you're gonna have to wait an hour and a half to get a coffee it might not be be worth it but we all have things that are worth waiting for Depending on what are, what's important to us, what our priorities are, how old we are, how young we are, what stage in life we are, we all have things that are worth waiting for. And that's where we find Simeon. We know that Simeon had to spend time time waiting. And Simeon had things that were worth waiting for as well. For him, the opportunity to see the prophesied Messiah was, was well worth the wait. There was no question in his mind, however long I have to wait, I will wait to see this person that's supposed to be the Messiah, the Savior of Israel, the one that fulfills these prophecies. It is worth it. Day in and day out, he waited for the Messiah. No doubt he changed his schedules at times. No doubt he had his days planned around this idea of, I need to be at the temple because the Messiah will show up at the temple. I need to do this. I want to go to Bethlehem every now and then, see what children are being born there because I know that that's part of it. I want to see this Messiah. I'm going to see this Messiah. I'll wait as long as I have to. It was important to him and it was worth the wait for him to see this Savior that had been prophesied about and talked about from Isaiah and all these other prophets that had talked about this, pro- this, this Messiah, this one that would come to save Israel, that would provide salvation for the, for the people. He wanted to see it. He wanted to be there. He wanted to, to be there when this, when this person came into the world. He, not, he wanted to see that, meet this person. And he had a promise that he would. We don't know when that promise came. We know that, that he was promised that he would, and it was worth the wait him. And what is it in your life that you've been been waiting for? Maybe somebody that you've been waiting to see be saved. Is that a church? And, and they may be a good person, maybe a rough person. I don't know. Maybe they're in a bad place in life. Maybe they're just, you know, contrarian. They don't want to come to church. Maybe they've been hurt by church. Maybe they're just, you know, don't think they need it. But you've been waiting and waiting for this person to come and get saved. And, and you're still waiting. It's, it's worth the wait. <coughs> Maybe you've been wanting a child, and you've tried. You've tried all kinds of things. You know, you've tried, you know, getting doctors involved, and you've tried all the things that they've told you to do, and you're still waiting, waiting to, to have that child, to welcome that, that first one went in. The relationship that you've been been searching for. You've dated, and things went wrong, and things went bad, and 
just never worked out and wasn't the person that you didn't you didn't gel right you didn't have a good relationship there wasn't good chemistry with, and here you are maybe you're you know you're getting older and and you know what what they would consider an old maid or an old man now and you're like oh you're you're you know every every christmas you hear it when you're gonna get when you're gonna get married when you're gonna have me youngins and it's like i'm still waiting mama i'm still waiting you know we're still still waiting maybe you've got some kind of sickness some kind of issue, some kind of problem in your life. Maybe it's a family issue. Maybe it's a, a mental issue, a health issue, and, and you're waiting for healing. You're waiting for deliverance. You've been to doctors, and you've done what you're supposed to do. You changed your diet. You did things differently. You're working on it. You're trying to do better. But here you are still still waiting for that healing. And all these things are, are worth the wait, right? It's not a coffee at Starbucks. It's not waiting for a package to show up. It, these things are worth the wait. And there's other things in our life, significant, important, consequential things that are worth waiting over. But here we are maybe after weeks, months, maybe even years of our lifetime, decades in some of our cases, and we're still still waiting. And we're still waiting for that thing to happen. Just because something is worth the wait, though, doesn't mean the waiting will always go easy or go smoothly or, or come in short order or just always happen exactly the way we want it to, when we want it to. Just because it's worth the wait doesn't mean it'll be easy. Sometimes the things that are worth waiting over are the hardest things because you, you want it, you sometimes need it, and here you are, are still waiting. A lot of times that leads into, into disappointment in our lives. Now, we never get a clear age of Simeon. The Bible doesn't tell us that he was, you know, fourscore and whatever. It doesn't say that he had been alive since a certain king had ruled or anything like that. We don't get that. But most historians, Jewish historians and things like that, you know, and most theologians would tell you that he was an older man. And we kind of get the idea because he says at one point, he says, Okay, Lord, now I can I can die at peace. I can finally leave this world. It sounds like a phrase or a statement that would be said by somebody that's, that's older in age. that has been waiting on this to happen. Now he feels released. He feels like he can... He can leave. So, so he's, a, he's an older man, right? Older man in, in society and culture. And, and we know that in Jewish culture that the boys especially were taught the Torah. They were, they were taught the prophecies of the Messiah. They were taught the Mosaic Law. And they knew it from a young age, right? So from a young age, he knew what the prophets had foretold about the Messiah. He knew that there would be a Messiah coming. So understand that from, from, his, from his infantile age, before he was a teenager, when he was 8, 9, 10 years old, no doubt, he had already knew who the Messiah was, knew what the Messiah was supposed to do for his people, how he was going to deliver them, how he was going to help them, how he was going to bring about a new life, something that they never experienced before. And he knew about that. And here he is in his twilight years. You know, so if he just lived 70 or 80, this guy's been waiting for 60 to 70 years for this. And now a lot can happen in 60 or 70 years, right? Now I don't have all the dates, but, you know, the computer has come about in the last 30 years, right? Social media is in the past 20 years. Phones and iPhones, just 20 years old, if that. You know, a lot of things can happen in, in 60, 70 years, no doubt there was many people that rose up, political and religious leaders and, and the elect of, the, of society that rose up and said, I will lead our people. I will do great things. I will help our people get out of this situation or, or get away from this situation. We'll, we'll grow, we'll succeed, we'll have power, we'll have influence, we'll do better. That rose up. And no doubt some of these people probably had some of the characteristics, checked off some of the boxes of the messianic prophecy. And maybe Simeon was there just watching from the, from the edges being like, is, is this the one, Lord? Is this the one that you said I would, I would meet just for, 
Maybe there'd be infighting or him to, to die in some battle or, or some Roman or Palestinian government would, would, would come in from the Babylonians or from the Far East or, the, or Rome or something and would kill him because of the fight that he was starting and, and it was a die. His movement would just die. And he's like, no, that, that wasn't the, the Messiah. That wasn't the one. Think of it this way. Think of it as a child or any, any age, really, of that gift that you wanted more than anything. Right? You picked it out and you knew what you wanted and you asked for it. You know, you asked your spouse, you asked your mom and dad, whatever it was, you wrote a letter to Santa, and you, you wanted it. And just so happens one day before Christmas, a package is wrapped up underneath the, the tree. Now, this package looks about the right size for what you wanted, about the right size. You pick it up when mom and dad aren't looking and saying, it feels about the, the right weight, you know, because you know how much it weighs because you've carried it around the store or whatever. About the right way. You shake it, and, and you could see that that's probably what that sounds like in a box. You, this is what I wanted. This is what I've asked for. This is what I'm looking for. I'm excited about it. I've been waiting for this. Here it is. Here it is. And then somehow, some way, Christmas morning comes. And you save that gift for last because you just know. You know it's what you wanted. You know it's what you've been waiting for, what you've been hoping for. There it is. You just save it for last. No. I'll, I'll wait, Mom. I'll get that one last. I'll just just leave it right there. Mom and Dad share a knowing look because they know what's in it. And then somehow, some way, you open that box, and it's socks or underwear. And you're like, that's not what I was waiting for. That's not what I was hoping for. And here you are still waiting for that thing. But now on top of the waiting, there's a little bit of disappointment piled up on top of it. Right? A disappointment of, I thought it was there. I thought I was, I, I, I keep on expecting, I keep on waiting. Surely it would have showed up by now. Surely I would have got it by now. I asked for it. I know it's coming. I want it. I'm waiting for it. Where is it? And it comes and something comes and it, maybe things get a little better, but it, it, the problem's not fixed. Maybe you have a good good relationship for a while and then it ends. Maybe you feel healthier, for stronger for a while and then you kind of backtrack and, and get get worse. Maybe things go good for a moment, but then it looks like you're coming out, but you're still in that issue. You're still in that fight. You're still going through that battle. You're still going through that struggle. That thing that you've been waiting to get out of, that thing that you've been waiting to happen, still it looked like it was. It looked like it was about to break, but it's just not, just not there. And then the disappointment comes. And it's, you think you wanted it, you hoped for it, you waited for it, and it just, just wasn't there. Can you imagine the disappointment Simeon would have felt at times? Each year, as another year would pass, his hair grows a little whiter. His steps go a, a little slower. It's a little harder to get out of bed and go to the temple this morning than it was a couple of weeks ago, a couple of years ago. This thing, maybe the, the vision's being a, a little blurry, and he's like, Lord, if he doesn't come soon, I won't be able to see him. I've seen so many leaders come and go. I've seen so many fine people that had 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 I had so much hope in. I had that had so much potential. It, it looked like it. I thought it was it. And they come and they rise and they and they quickly fall away and, and nothing had ever come come of it. And if you don't come soon, these eyes are going to go. I won't be able to see. I won't be able to walk to meet them. He'll have to to come see me, Lord. Why hasn't it happened yet? Why hasn't it changed yet? Why hasn't he come yet? Where is he? The disappointment. No doubt that he felt at times. Late at night. Wondering if what was going to happen. Wondering if he would make it another year. Wondering if he'd make it to the temple in the morning. Wondering what was going to, just worrying, wondering, questioning, disappointment. 
you know, what we we see, though, is that through all the disappointment and the weariness that, that can come from waiting, Simeon didn't give up hope. He didn't give up. He didn't lay down. He didn't, didn't quit. He found, and from his story, we can see that there is hope in the waiting. Sometimes it's hard to remain hopeful during the waiting. I don't think anybody would doubt that. When you're trying and, and, and things are wanting things to go back get better, you're wanting things to change, you're waiting, 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 and it doesn't happen. It's very easy to remain hopeful after so long. After 60, 70 years, however long Simeon was alive and when Simeon was waiting for the Messiah to come, and he hadn't come, and he hadn't come, and he hadn't come, and year after year, and temple service after temple service, and every, they'd give offerings, they'd give their sacrifice, and he'd see good leaders come, he'd see bad leaders come, he'd see his people in a wreck, he'd see his people in a mess, he saw Rome come in and, and take over, and all these things happen and stuff, and he's like, what hope is there, no doubt? Would any of us have blamed him if he would have stopped showing up? Would any of us have blamed him if he just stopped waiting, stopped hoping? No, we probably wouldn't have. Somebody comes to you and says, I've been waiting for 60 years to do for something to change. Should I just change directions altogether? Should I stop waiting? Should I stop hoping? Most of us would say, yeah, move on. Do something different. But you know. You know what God has spoken to us in scriptures. He knew what God had promised him. That you would see this Messiah come. It's like, man, no matter how bad it gets, I won't stop stop waiting. As the children of God, we, we have reason to remain hopeful even when the waiting seems to, to never end. As his people, as his children, as his chosen, as his beloved, we have reason to remain hopeful. <coughs> Simeon believed in the promise he had received. He believed with it. And from that, there was a confidence that fed his hope. That he knew that he could continue to have hope no matter how white his hair got, no matter how weary he got, no matter how dark the day went, no matter what was going on, he could have hope because he was confident in the promise that he had been given. The question we must ask ourselves then is, do we have that same confidence in God that he is faithful to deliver? To answer our call, to hear our prayers, to do, to move, to do great things. Is he faithful to his to his promises? Now it's not necessarily the confidence or the hope that delivers upon the waiting. I'm not saying that you can just hope something into existence. That you, I'm not saying go home and just hope for something and hope for something and hope for something and one day it'll just show up. No, it's the hope that gives us strength to continue in the waiting. It's the hope that gives us the tenacity tenacity to not give up when it's hard. It's the hope that we receive from His promises and is our trust in Him and our confidence in Him that gives us that enough to when everybody says, just stop. Stop praying for that person that's not going to change. Stop praying for that situation. Just settle down with whoever. Settle for something. Just get married to whoever will have you. That person's not going to come that God's promised you. It's not going to happen. Just move on. Don't You're not going to have kids. You're too old now. Give up on it. The promise of who God is. Now God, His promise He's given you and that hope of who He is and how He can work will give you strength to go through the naysayers and to not, not listen and to listen to the voice of God, listen to the Holy Spirit. It says there that basically the Holy Spirit one morning led him to go to the temple. It says the Holy Spirit led him to the temple. We don't know what Simeon's plan was that day. But obviously, it wasn't to go to the temple, where the Holy Spirit wouldn't have had to told him to go to the temple. Maybe his plan was to stay home. 
Maybe on that day he was ready to give up. Maybe on that day he was ready to stop waiting. And he was just going to go home. And he was just going to stay home. He might never go out again. He's old. There'd be people. He probably had family that would have taken care of him. That would have come and brought him food and he could have just stayed there. But the Holy Spirit said, go again. Keep waiting. Keep hoping. That hope that you have, no matter what you've been told in the past, keep hoping. Keep waiting. That God will, God is going to deliver on that promise that he has, he has given you. That promise that He has given you, that the Holy Spirit that I've spoken into your life, that promise that, that I've given you, he, will, he is faithful to fulfill it. And His confidence in that gave Him hope to get up another day and go to the temple another day and see if the Messiah showed up. And, and it just so happened that on that day, when the Holy Spirit led Him to the temple, that the Messiah, wrapped in just plain clothes, was brought in for the typical things that was a young boy was supposed to be brought to the temple after 40 days. And here he was. And here's this, this Messiah. Might not have been what he expected. We don't know. It didn't come in some kind of, you know, trumpet fair and all kinds of fanciness and fine robes. It came in his little babe, but it was the Messiah. And that thing that you've been waiting for, it might not show up in the way you expect. It might not show up in the time that you expect. It might not even be exactly what you wanted but when God said he would deliver, he'll deliver. When God said that he would answer, he's, he's going to answer. When God said that he would give you what you need, like we talked about last week, he'll, he'll give you what, what you need. Just be faithful. Just be faithful that, that God is going to be faithful. Just have confidence that God will answer, his, that will, God will be faithful to his promises, that the hope that God has imbued within us will give you the strength to, to get through that waiting. Because I don't know all your situations. I don't know certain things that you all may have been praying for, for for years now. For what might seem like a lifetime. Keep praying about it. Keep waiting on it. Hold out, keep that hope. Even when the world says just to give up hope at that. Keep that hope. A, uh, a, an example. We'll close with, we'll close with this. And it, it's a real life, real life story. I mean, you know, you've probably heard insta- instances of this. Um, there's a, a couple um, that, that I'm partly related to um distantly uh young about my and Tara's age maybe a little bit older um they've been trying to have a kid right you know and just just struggled it just didn't happen it just didn't work um so they went and they began to try the you know the, what, you know, the doctors and the other you know what science could could offer and they felt like that was the best thing for them to do and, and they went and, and struggled with that right down to like one of the last opportunities they had at least for for the, this attempt they were doing um, and they go for a checkup to, to try this last time. And the doctor comes in and finds that, that they're pregnant through natural means, right? And it's like they kept waiting. And they kept waiting. And they hold, held out that hope that, you know, when everybody probably said quit, you know, just 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 don't worry about it. Live your life as a couple. Love each other. You know, move on. That's not what your, what your life is. And, and there are, there's couples that that's not what's meant for them, you know. But they had this, they, they felt confident that this is what God wanted for their life. This is what God had, had in store for them. And they kept holding out hope and kept waiting until God delivered. No doubt it was a whole lot longer than they wished it would have been. But it was in God's timing. And it was in God's way, in God's banner. And it's going to be the child that God wants them to have. And it's the same thing in all of our situations. Waiting's not fun. I've been trying my best to teach Harper patience. And I realize patience is not something you teach a two-year-old. But we're trying, Right? Patience is something that we all struggle with no matter what age we're in. Waiting for anything is difficult and hard and unpleasant. 
you might say, well, oh, you get to think about all the good. No, it, you want it now. <laughs> you can only think about how good it's going to be when you get it for so long. You want it now. We want it. We don't want to wait. But, but waiting is part of life. Waiting is part of the story of Christ. We'll talk about with Elizabeth and Mary in the next couple of, of weeks how, how waiting was a, a part of their life too and waiting for the Christ. Waiting for the Christ. And we here in, in modern the modern church, we wait for him to return, right? We don't know when it will be. We don't know, know at what hour, what day. We don't know what will be going on in society exactly at that moment. We have some you know, some things in, in uh, Revelations and Daniel that kind of give us some, some foresight into it, but not everybody understands all of that, right? Um, but we're, we're, we're waiting, and one day he will come, but we just keep waiting, and we just keep waiting. And we wait because we have a confidence, a confidence that feeds our hope that God, what he promised, what he said, he will do. And whatever situation in your life, the Holy Spirit's spoken to you, whatever's imbued and written down in Scripture and the Holy Spirit's spoke to you with, keep waiting on it. Don't give up because somebody says give up. Don't give up because it gets hard. Don't give up because it's been a long time and you're just tired of waiting. Keep waiting. Let your confidence in what God can do and what he has said feed your hope, and that hope will give you the strength to keep waiting. Amen. We as Christians, we as God's people, the, the mindset that we should have, that we should hopefully leave with today, the mindset that from what we understand from Scripture, Simeon had, was that we will be hopeful people while we wait on God. That we will remain hopeful while we wait on God. It's not the hope that makes it. It's not the hope that brings it into existence. It's the hope that gives us strength while God makes it and puts it in place and gives us what we need. Amen. And I'm thankful for that hope.